You are listening to episode 46 of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Welcome to the Peaceful Mind Podcast, a place for creating the peace of mind you need to be the best mom you were created by God to be. If you want to bring more balance, more joy, and more peace to your motherhood, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Certified Life Coach and Catholic Mom, Danielle Tienel. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let's get started. Hi everyone, I hope you are doing well. Thanks so much for joining me. I know that you have lots of options out there of how to spend your time, and the fact that you are listening to this podcast certainly not taken for granted by me. So we are now to the fourth part in our five episode series about the model. So this one, what we're going to talk about today is all the actions that you take or inactions that you have going on in your life. The model, I'll just repeat again, was created by the founder of the Life Coach School, Brooke Castillo, and it's the main life coaching tool I use to help moms handle challenges and achieve their goals, and it can be used to give awareness of what's going on with you internally and what is being created for your life on the outside, externally. So from this awareness, you are given your true power to change, to create, to transform your life, really to have and be and do anything you want. And so if you haven't already listened to the previous uh, episodes, the start of the series was the circumstances of your life. Then we had thoughts that you think. Then last week was feelings. And now we are to actions. So of the model, we've got the C line circumstances, the T line, the thought line, the F line, which is feelings. And now the A line is actions. Now this part of our life isn't as hard to identify, right? We all know that what an action is and we, we know when we're not doing anything, This is just how we behave in our world, what we do in our lives, what we don't do in our lives, what we react to. I often ask my clients to describe their actions if they said they were like feeling depressed, right? I would say, well, what did you do when you were feeling depressed? And when I, they say, what do you mean? What did I do? I say, well, just think about if there was like a little camera at the moment in the room, what would that camera show? Did you like lay down? Did you go um, open a book? Did you cry? Like what visual of an action? You know, if you just sat there, the camera would show you the action of not doing anything, of you just being stuck there. The point I'm making with the camera example is how are you showing up in your life? We know mamas, right? When I ask you the question, what are you doing? What do you do on a daily basis? We have a list a mile long, right? We can definitely say, oh, I'm getting up in the morning. I'm making the kids breakfast. I'm cleaning up. I'm doing the dishes. I'm going out for a jog. I'm taking a shower. 
I'm putting on my makeup, doing my hair, getting dressed. I am driving to work. I am working and I'm going to meetings and I'm eating. And then, you know, I'm driving them to soccer and ballet and gymnastics and piano and all of those physical things, the actions of our life. Then there's the subtle nuances of how we act, like just what the tone of our voice is. Like if we yell or if we are just kind of spinning in thoughts within our mind about new things, different things, that is also like an action. And then when we're talking about how we're showing up, we also have to look to our inactions to describe what we're doing. So if we are not reaching out to a friend, we are not eating sugar, if we are not procrastinating, if we're not worrying, do you see how like those are, even though they're not doing anything, it's still considered how we are showing up for ourselves in our life. And those actions then create every result that we have in our life. So what we do or don't do creates everything. And we'll talk more about that next week. But even just now, I just want you to look around in wherever you are. Uh, So for my example, I'm sitting here in my office and I'm in front of my computer talking on my microphone. And I could say like, I've, I've created all of this around me, but it took actions to have it here. And so I had to, you know, go and research on my computer, which kind of microphone I wanted to buy. And then I had to give my credit card number. And then I had to push the buy now button. And once it arrived, I had to open the box and put it together and set it up. So those were all the actions that took place where first I had an idea. I had a thought, I need a microphone. And then that thought gave me the feeling of committed. So then from that feeling of committed, I took all of those actions that I just mentioned about looking it up and picking out which one and buying it and setting it up. And then all of those actions created the result of me having the microphone. So actions are a total vital part and it's the easiest for us to name and to talk about, right? Because we all get that. We get what it means to like do something and take action. And then maybe today, this is the first time I want you to look at that even when you don't do anything, if you hide or if you just sit there, then that's inaction. Um, procrastination, if you don't do something, that's still action when you don't do something. But this is what I want you to know. And this combines last week's episode on feelings with this week's episode on your actions and inactions. The reason why we do anything is driven by our feelings. All our actions are driven by feelings and all our feelings are created by our thoughts. So it's important to understand that the reason that you aren't taking action on something that you might want to It's because you haven't created the feeling needed to drive that action. And it's common for you to expect feelings to just happen to you. Like motivation is such a great example. Clients will say that they didn't exercise because they just weren't motivated. Not knowing that motivation is a feeling 
And that's something that they create for themselves with their thoughts. So if they wanted to be taking the, the action of exercising, they can generate that feeling of motivation themselves through their thoughts. You don't sit there and wait for motivation to just strike you. You create it. Anytime we're not taking action, we must decide what feeling we need to feel to fuel the desired action that we want and then choose a thought to think that will give us the feeling that we're after. Then we'll have what we need to fuel our desired action. So let's take an example of, let's say you want to organize and clean out your attic and you're thinking like, oh, I'm just not motivated enough. I just don't feel like it right? Well, we know that if you truly want to have the result of having a totally cleaned out attic, you need to do what? You need to take what certain actions? You ask yourself, oh, okay, well, I need to put it on the calendar. I need to get childcare. Then I need to go ahead and get the ladder out. And I need to have somebody else like kind of plan to be there with me. And then you have to take out all the boxes and then you have to have trash bags so you can throw some things away. And then you have to put everything back up neat like you wanted to, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You get the point. But you also have to not get distracted, not change your mind, not give up, not call that friend to ask them. You have to not procrastinate. And when you fully understand that It's our feelings that drive our actions. And if you're finding that you're not taking the action that you actually want or need to, to lead to the result you want, and in this case, it's an cleaned out or organized attic, then the question becomes, how do I want to feel to do these actions? Or what do I need to feel in order to do all of these actions? And when you realize, and you know for sure, as I'm teaching you here, that our feelings drive our actions and in full ownership of our power to create our own feelings that they come from our thoughts, you just have to decide what you want to think and see if that thought, try it on, if that thought on purpose will create that feeling you're after. And if you have that feeling, you're going to take the actions you want to create what you want. In the case of the attic clean out, I think that the example would be you would need to feel enthusiastic or capable or determined or committed. It's different for everyone, but you see how certain feelings you'll need in order to drive you to getting it done. I want to talk a little bit here now about the two types of action. There is massive action and there's passive action. So massive action is when we take action and continue taking it until we reach our goal. It includes the process of anticipating obstacles and also being willing to fail repeatedly and then try again. And you just again and again until that goal is reached. And most people, they do maybe try it first. They take some action, but then they fail and stop or maybe they give up altogether or try something else. And the opposite is to just keep taking massive action, keep tweaking 
and figuring it out until you hit your goal. We want to become the person who is willing to feel uncomfortable and keep taking action anyway. That's how we take massive action in our life and create results. But that action itself, in order to take massive action, remember it's getting the right feelings or it is your feelings that always will drive you to take action in the first place. Now, the other one is passive action. And it's all of the things that are done in preparation for action. All of the studying, the listening, the practicing, the reading. Passive action has to do with consumption. And massive action has to do with creating. And it's just good to know the difference. This episode, when we talk about the definition of action and then knowing that there's both passive and massive types of action and the fact that we have to consider that inaction is also actions. This is just really good for you to know because when we are working with becoming more self-aware using the model in what I'm demonstrating in these episodes, but become aware of what you're doing in your life and what actions you are taking, then knowing this definition of it is super helpful. Super helpful in the regards that if you become aware of it, from there you'll have your power to decide if you want to keep taking that action, if it's getting you the results you want, or if you're noticing when you're not taking action when you want to, and really just in either case, just coming back to the knowledge that it's your thoughts that create your feelings and it's your feelings that drive you to take action. So now it's time to do some internal reflection. What are you doing in your life? How are you showing up? Is it creating results you want? Do you want to be acting in a different way? Do you find yourself not doing the things that you want to be doing? It's just really good to kind of see and take note of how it is that you are showing up and what it is that you would like to change. And now that you know that your feelings drive those actions, how do you think you would need to feel in order to start taking the actions that you want to or to change some actions that you um, don't want to be taking? And it will stem back to how you feel. So you kind of have to go back and say like, what do I think I need to feel? Or what do I need to feel in order to do these things? And again, what do I need to think in order to feel that way? It always comes back to your thoughts, how your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings drive your actions. So I would make a list of everything you're doing. And then once you see that list, kind of put down how do you feel about doing them? And then... The opposite, write down what you're not doing and that you want to be doing and write down the feelings of what, of how you feel that's driving you not to take that action. It's really good to get some clarity and focus and awareness. And that's also is super important because we're able to put this in the A line, the action line of the model. That, be, that comes after the F line of feelings and before what we'll talk about next week, which is your results, your result line. So it lies in between. So this week, I'd just like you to kind of be 
bring your awareness more around what you're actually doing in your life. Now that you know it's your feelings that are driving your actions, it'll, it'll be a different way of looking at how you're showing up. And then you'll start to see when you do something that you don't want to be showing up, like if you end up yelling at the kids or something like that, you'll then know that you took that action because of a feeling that you were having. So I'm so excited for you to take this and just gain more awareness about your life in regards to what you're doing and not doing. Next week, it all wraps up and comes together. And not only will we see all of the pieces and components fit together, the C, the T, the F, the A, I'll introduce you to the last part of the model, which is the R, R line for the results. And it'll just all come together and we'll be able to then put into practice and apply how you can use this model in a self-coaching way to your life and get total awareness and clarity and just really be able to dive deeper into not only what you're already creating for your life, but then you can use it to create some amazing, wonderful new things for your life. And I'm sure that that would include more peace of mind. Okay, listeners, I love you. And again, excited to wrap this up next week. I also must mention that this self-coaching model that we've been talking about the last few weeks, I can help you apply this to your own life and it'll really take your life to a new level. I'm glad you're learning it here, but when you decide to coach with me one-on-one, it is just exponential how deep we can go and the impact we can make on your life. So if you would like to consider that, then definitely join me for one of my free discovery calls and you can always find information there at my website at www.daniellettenel.com. As always, that'll be in the show notes and I can't wait to talk to you again next week. All right, take care. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Peaceful Mind Podcast. Are you ready to take everything I teach you here and put it to work for your own life? to really learn how to have peace of mind no matter what is happening around you? If so, I'd love to have you as a client. As your coach, this is where you'll get personal and focused time on your own mind using life coaching tools, concepts, and proven life-transforming wisdom, all through a faith-filled lens. To learn more about how we can work together, come on over to danielletienel.com. There, you'll see how to sign up for a free coaching consult and learn how to get started. Until next time, peace be with you always.